0: We have uh, Mary Kramer, and she is brought to you by UHY. UHY advisors and CPAs serving Metro Detroit and across the globe for over 50 years. UHY. And Mary Kramer is group publisher, Crane Regional Business Brands. Good morning to you, Mary.
1: Good morning, Paul W.
0: I hope you had a very nice uh, holiday.
1: It was a great holiday. It wasn't as long as your vacation week, but it felt great. <laughs> yeah,
0: it wasn't you're right uh and i i and having it tagged right onto an extra day off on Monday made it extra special all right um it, it, it's unavoidable. Let's see i i I do want to get to the forty under forty because I see you and I still aren't on that list, Mary. <laughs> But uh, I, I know you have that going on, and people look forward to that. You, uh, you also uh, have been uh, uh, covering uh, COVID. you got a couple of different angles right now. Talk to us.
1: Yeah, well, one of them is there's some um, bills that are being introduced in the state legislature that would protect employers um, and manufacturers of PPE. So if you're a PPE producer, you want to be protected um, from liability lawsuits in case Something, uh, people, uh, catch COVID or if you're an employer, you want to make sure if you've done everything, if you have followed all the rules and everybody's wearing masks and you're socially distanced, you don't want, um, if you're a restaurant, you don't want someone suing you and saying that they got COVID at your restaurant, for example. And these bills are working their way through the legislature. If even if they pass, it's very unclear and very doubtful that the governor would would, um, would sign them. That's one set of things. All these business groups are supporting those bills. But the other thing that I think is just unbelievable is Chad Livengood's story about the fact that all of these decisions, you were talking about why theaters aren't open uh, now, all of the decisions that have been driving um, a lot of what the state rules and regulations and how the governor um, sets those rules Comes from data and he discovered last week that all of the data doesn't come from big, some big sophisticated filing system that all these, you know, hospitals and health departments and schools and everybody is filing into one place. It's a survey monkey weekly survey that has to be, um, the data has to be manipulated by hand. You can't really track outbreaks that well. It's, they they have a system called the Michigan D- Disease Surveillance System, but it's 16 years old and it can't be used around the clock to track COVID. Which is mind boggling that the basic tool that we all use, Paul, you and I could probably figure out how to do a Survey Monkey survey. It's it's just <laughs> crazy. So this is this was alarming, and um, it's how we're collecting data in our state.
0: And that's what the governor is using
1: yeah, for her major
0: decisions.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so if if you had a sophisticated um, data system, you could drill down in the data. So you start to see a spike somewhere and you see, ooh, where is that data coming from? And drilling down a little bit more to find out where where the spike is. Is, is it a school? Is it a hospital? Where, where is this data being filed? They don't have that. It's just a very simple, basic uh, very one-dimensional kind of a uh, data tool, and a lot of handwork, a lot of um, labor goes into trying to make the data something that they can actually use. So that was kind of an alarming, and 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 uh, it's a it's a it's it was surprising that after all the money that's spent on computers and infrastructure and IT, that that's the rudimentary tool that's being used to collect COVID nineteen data.
0: Surprising. Uh, is kind of a mild reaction to it isn't it mary kramer is here with us it's cranes detroit business cranes detroit.com the september 7th issue on the stands with the uh, great cover 40 under 40 that's uh, something people always look forward to mary
1: you know we've been doing this since 1991 paul and we have people now, we're not going to be doing a live event this year, but we, uh, every year, I'm, I'm always surprised to see the alumni who come back because they want to meet this year's class and the number of people who put this on their resume that they were part of a 40 under 40 class of Crane's Detroit business. So what it's, it's, it's a nice cross section of, of people who are very accomplished across industries that we cover. And our editors and reporters spend uh, hours and hours and hours with these nominations and, and references that people um, uh, have to submit. And so it's a great class. I mean, we've got some great people this year Andrew Blake, who's the founder of Blake Tard Cider, um, Stephanie Bird, who's the co owner of Grant uh, Garden Theater and Floods Bar and Grill. Denise Fair, the city of Detroit's uh, chief public health officer, and a political candidate. We don't often have these, but John James is under the age of 40. Is and he so he's really? On the list. Yes, he is. Wow. <laughs> he's a young guy,
0: yeah. He's a youngin. Yeah, wow. Yep. So 40 under 40, always uh, worth taking a look at. And I can't believe that uh, Detroit Homecoming is coming up. Uh-huh
1: yeah you know uh it it's so interesting Paul because we did we're doing it virtually this year, but we have two days of of things that people can do, and we're opening it up to other people who who can um uh, go to DetroitHomecoming.com dot com and apply to attend and and we're saying, you know, there's a lot of people who are originally from Detroit who are living in Oakland and Macomb counties. And so we're, we're, uh, creating these neighborhood tours and restaurant takeovers and other things. And so when you, when you submit your registration, you, you, you're asked, what's your connection to Detroit? And the stories that we're getting back, like, you know, my gr- grandfather designed the Belle Isle Bridge or my in-laws owned a small store and beauty supply on Livernois and Puritan. And these are people who may not live in Detroit now, but they want to come back and they want to visit a neighborhood or they want to meet other people who care about the, the, the uh, Detroit's future. And so we're doing it all socially distanced and um, half capacity in restaurants and small groups and neighborhood tours. And, and uh, we uh, hope to have a lot of people come that uh, sign up and um, pick a neighborhood
0: well let me let me just make sure i have this right it's kind of what you're planning on in two weeks for this uh, homecoming as uh, uh, september 21st ish i think um is kind of a hybrid of virtual and socially distant in person it sounds oh, like yeah. you're doing both yeah we are
1: doing both we're going to have um, people can register. It's all free, except if you want to have a restaurant meal, you pay for that. <laughs> but sure. um, but uh, but um, uh, we have lots of great speakers. We have Byron Allen, who who is a media mogul and uh, grew up in Detroit. And we've got Dan O'Crint who just wrote a book. He grew up in Northwest Detroit, and he wrote a book about um, immigration in the 1900s and in the U.S. and in Detroit and. Uh, we just have a lot of great speakers and, uh, uh, and then in addition to those virtual speakers, um, and the, and the platform we're using that allows people to, to discuss the speakers in breakout rooms online. In addition to three days of that, we have two days of, uh, live going to neighborhoods, going to restaurants, and then a great big shopping day downtown with a, uh, outdoor marketplace with a lot of, Detroit makers and and, um, and artists. And so, cool. yeah, it is definitely something that we hope people will sign up for and um, check it out at DetroitHomecoming.com.
0: Yeah, a lot of work went into that, and we appreciate it, Mary. Thank you so very much. Mary Kramer is the group publisher, Crane Regional Business Brands, and brought to you by UHY. UHY advisors and CPA serving Metro Detroit and across the globe for over 50 years. Get in on that, DetroitHomecoming.com. And thank you, Mary, as always.